Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Unladylike. I'm Kristen. A couple weeks ago on the podcast, I was reeling from Merriam-Webster Dictionary announcing that its 2022 word of the year is gaslighting. I was heated. I was processing my emotions in real time. And now that I've had a little space from that, I'm realizing... Maybe I spoke too soon. Maybe gaslighting is right on the nose because, and this is a podcast exclusive, okay? So reporters, if you're listening, get out your pad and paper. The 2022 drug of the year, legal drug of the year, is Ozempic. Hollywood, celebrities, social media influencers, wealthy women at med spas, everybody's trying to get their hands on this injectable for fast weight loss. So I thought, what better way to close out the year <laughs> to to celebrate the holiday season of food and celebration followed by a a lot of body shaming, New Year's resolution marketing, than to talk about Ozempic. And this is a conversation that I had with just myself over on the Extra Unladylike Patreon. So I wanted to bring it here on the main feed. And just a heads up that this conversation will get into eating disorder talk. And also, I got to warn you that the Ozempic jingle, it's going to get stuck in your head, okay? It's going to get stuck in your head already. (laughs) I I can't stop singing. Oh, 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 Ozempic. 
People with type 2 diabetes are excited about the potential of once-weekly Ozempic. In a study with Ozempic, a majority of adults lowered their blood sugar and reached an A1C of less than 7 and maintained it. Oh, under 7. And you may lose weight. In the same one-year study, adults lost on average up to 12 pounds. Oh, up to 12 pounds. I don't know about y'all, but suddenly it seemed like in the past two weeks, everybody's writing about... Ozempic, which is an injectable drug developed to treat type 2 diabetes that is now in extremely short supply for people with type 2 diabetes because it is the quote-unquote weight loss miracle drug du jour. I mean, of course, they're they're always your classics, your cocaine, your Adderall, your uh, your detox teas, laxatives, and of course, I mean, really the um, the weight loss pills that um, imprinted on my childhood when Jesse Spano on Saved by the Bell got addicted to caffeine pills and she was so excited and she was actually too excited. And uh, we all learned a big lesson that day. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Jesse, Jesse. So our story starts earlier this year when the UK's Therapeutic Goods Administration, which I believe is kind of their version of the FDA, issued a statement confirming that Ozempic was in short supply and, quote, the increased demand is due to extensive prescribing for obesity management for which Ozempic is not indicated. The shortage is significantly affecting people using Ozempic for its approved use for type 2 diabetes. If you spend much time on TikTok, you've probably heard of Ozempic. A lot of the reporting around it earlier this year pegged its popularity now for quick weight loss to TikTok virality. So I'm going to hop on TikTok right now because I want to see just how much the Ozempic hashtags have blown up because I don't I mean I don't know of another brand name drug that has gone viral in this way you've got hashtag Ozempic hashtag Ozempic journey hashtag my Ozempic journey hashtag Ozempic weight loss and maybe most troublingly hashtag Ozempic challenge let's see what else is on the old TT does anyone call TikTok TT probably not I'm about to really ruin my FYP. Hashtag Ozempic, 276.4 million views. Hashtag Ozempic weight loss, 108.3 million views. All right. Let's look at Ozempic challenge. So this person on TikTok is swabbing a little spot on her belly and pulling out what looks kind of like one of those uh like a pee on stick pregnancy test 
She just injected herself in the belly with her Ozempic. The hashtags she's using are Ozempic saved my life. Okay, she's not diabetic. Side note. Ozempic saved my life. Ozempic for weight loss. Weight loss. Overwatch me. Losing weight. Ozempic weight loss. Ozempic journey. Wagovi weight loss. Weight loss shots. Ozempic challenge. Ozempic works. Oh, hun. Let's see the comments. Do you have any tips for people who is on Ozempic for weight loss? When to stop and advise? Oh, Lord. Fuck. Okay. See, ah, this is, oh my God, y'all. I'm, I am really grateful that my eating disordered adolescent self did not live in a world with TikTok. I would, uh, the comment section alone I'm on day six, lost 10 pounds. Tomorrow is week two. Awesome. On my 31st week of Ozempic and I've lost 35 pounds. Congrats, proud of you. Oh, I'm on my 16th week and not lost a pound? Why? Speak to your doctor. On my sixth week and lost 12 pounds. Amazing. Yeah, and, and finally, Fry Kitty pops in and says, thanks for making it unavailable to people who actually need it. Anyone else getting muscle cramps while taking this? What I felt like eating in a day on Ozempic. Hashtag Ozempic tribe. I made garlic bread for the family, but I just didn't feel like any, which is unheard of because um, garlic bread. So she's drinking water. Oh, wow. Okay, so she's basically saying, hey, this is great. Like, I don't want, I want no food at all. One commented, I made garlic and olive oil rice. Couldn't eat it. Nauseous face. Also unseen from my part. I used to drink lots of coffee. Now one to two max. I've just started and have the worst headache and nausea. Did that happen to you? Brooke Bond hopped in with the most important question, half almond and half normal. How does it taste? I hate almond milk, hot and coffee, but half I could probably do. Ha ha ha. Almond milk is disgusting. It's a lot of selfies of women sticking themselves with Ozempic. We've got Ireland. It's almost like IVF TikTok, you know, of injecting yourself at home. Oh, they're so excited to get their Ozempic. So I got on the scale. Eight pounds in total in 11 weeks. I was having a skinny day and I said, you know, just go jump on the scale. So I ran over to my mom's and I was like, no. I was expecting more. I don't know why I do this to myself. Now I don't know when I'm going to get back on the scale because it literally tortures my soul i don't know if get else stay off the like scale that, but now andrea jean like, 8888 i'm out of the 190s though i'm down to 188.2. who cares my goal is 165 why and even when i am 165 people tell me i'm too skinny because i am a curvy ass girl yeah with big legs big bum used to have big boobs 
got them transformed. Okay. Best thing I ever did. Great. But am I going to get there without sabotaging myself? That's the thing. I think you already are sabotaging yourself. Three days a week, but they're long. This girl got nauseated from Ozempic. That's disgusting. Oh, it's our same girl. It's Andrea Jean. Eight, 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 eight. That's disgusting. I love it. Oh, she's she's excited that she buttoned her pants and didn't have camel toe. And so the nausea is worth it. All right. Y'all can see where this is going. Oh, Lord. All right. We've got to take a quick break. And then we'll be right back. Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So let's talk about how we got here. The medication started going viral on TikTok in spring, early summer. Cut to August. Paul Tullis for Town and Country magazine reports on Ozempic as the new shishi weight loss miracle drug. Tullis reports. One woman in a Tony, New York suburb tells of another woman who underwent a total transformation over a year. It was the talk of the town. We were all marveling that she was wasting away. We meant this as a compliment, of course, she says, not facetiously. Then the same thing happened to the Wisp's best friend. Ultimately, I heard they were both on this drug called Ozempic, and I told the story to a friend, and my friend says, of course, everyone's on it. So apparently rich, wealthy women in New York suburbs were discovering Ozempic. And it seems like all of our talk about body positivity and diet culture has not at least reached those pockets because the the ideal is still to appear as if one is wasting away. All right. Like, Wow. Wow. Our collective body dysmorphia is still so deeply entrenched. The next month in September, Matt Donnelly reports in Variety, meet Hollywood's pricey new weight loss drug. Donnelly reports, 
In a matter of months, it has become the worst kept secret in Hollywood, especially given that its most enthusiastic users are not pre-diabetic and do not require the drug. Underscore that. Highlight. Circle, circle, circle. Its most enthusiastic users do not need it. It is currently being supplied by doctors and nutritionists, though rumor has it you can also score the drug at a medical spa in Arizona. Okay, uh, we will circle back to the med spa of it all because uh, it's not just happening at an outlet in Arizona. And the common side effects of Ozempic are constipation, bloating, diarrhea, nausea, to which Donnelly reports, one Hollywood publicist put it bluntly, who cares? Everyone who works in this business has IBS anyway. Now, the same month, Zoe Witt published a piece in Glamour magazine that was very well reported and also covered it from the perspective of someone who is diabetic. The headline was Ozempic is being prescribed off label for weight loss. Now there's a shortage. And the context that Zoe Witt puts it in culturally is... Y2K fashion. There have been rumblings about the return of heroin chic. People are saying, oh no, you know, thin is back in along with low rise jeans. And one name too that comes up a lot is Kim Kardashian and her whole Met Gala, Marilyn Monroe weight loss stunt. I do not watch the Kardashians, believe it or not. I do have at least some reality television show standards. But apparently on the Kardashians right now, Kim is really taking viewers on an inside tour of, you know, how she starved herself for God knows how long to fit into that dress. And uh, folks also think that there was help from Ozempic. And you know what? If if your body is your commodity in that kind of way and it's your goal to fit into a dang old dress that was hanging out at a Ripley's, believe it or not, museum and you've got access to Ozempic, I have no doubt that Kim and probably all of the Kardashians are on some version of an Ozempic journey. And Zoe raises a question of like correlation causation when she notes that Google searches for Ozempic spiked to what was at that point an all time high one week after the Met Gala searches hit another all time high the week after Kim shared the results from a body scan that showed she cut her body fat by seven percentage points in the last year, down to a startling 18%. And uh, this is also the fuckery of weight. Like the fact that it is news that a woman lost 7% of her body fat. Like, oh Lord, y'all. And making matters worse for people in the U.S., who need Ozempic, like diabetics in the U.S. who need Ozempic, is that the FDA has not followed the lead of the U.K., Australia, and some European countries that have issued guidelines to pharmacists and doctors to 
deprioritize off-label usage and put on your lab coats and science goggles because Ozempic is the brand name for semaglutide. And semaglutide is something called a glucagon-like peptide 1 receptor protein treatment, GLP-1. And semaglutide is a game changer because it simulates that GLP-1 hormone, which regulates blood sugar levels. So when someone with diabetes eats and their blood sugar starts to rise, the semaglutide stimulates their bodies to produce the insulin they need to lower their blood sugar levels and also help them, their bodies feel and satiated. When Novo Nordisk, the pharma company, was first developing Ozempic and doing uh, tests on it, like human trials on it, they found that weight loss was a common side effect because of its appetite suppression effects. And the appetite suppression, again, is, is not the point of Ozempic. It is part of the physiological mechanics needed to help people with type 2 diabetes regulate their insulin. Novo Nordisk is capitalizing on the weight loss mania surrounding Ozempic because it has formulated a higher dosage brand name Wagovi that is FDA approved for people who are quote unquote overweight obese, and or have at least one weight-related condition. And when I read the piece about weight-related condition, I immediately thought of the countless letters I've received from unladies who have gone to doctors trying to figure out chronic conditions, issues that are happening with them, and doctors simply telling them, you know what, uh, you should probably just lose weight. Lose some weight and come back and talk to me. So the, the, <laughs> the, the laundry list of what could be considered weight-related conditions, I can only imagine how, how long that must be. But one of the major pain points in all of this is how expensive it is. Ozempic, which does not have a generic equivalent at this point, Ozempic costs $895 a month. Now, if you are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes or a pre-diabetic, there is a chance that your insurance will cover it. If you aren't, then insurance likely will not cover it because get this for some more fat phobia, double bind bullshit in our culture. It was in the early 2000s that the CDC and the American Medical Association were all like, hey, everybody, obesity is an epidemic. And weight, of course, is so medically pathologized at this point. And yet, insurance companies will not usually cover weight loss drugs or treatment 
because they classify weight loss drugs as vanity because of the moralizing layer of our fat phobic society, which says, um, I think that you probably just aren't moving enough. You're probably not disciplined enough with your diet and your exercise. I mean, like it's, it's wild. It, It is, it sets people up to fail at every level. So a monthly injection of Ozempic, $895 for Wagovi, it's $1,300. And that's out of pocket costs. So this shit is not cheap. And of course, as with any kind of crash diet or weight loss drug, Once you stop injecting yourself with Ozempic, you have a very strong chance of regaining that weight. So women who are on TikTok weighing themselves along their hashtag my Ozempic journey and obsessing over the scale, like I I worry for them once their Ozempic journey is over. And the weight is going to come back on. And then where will you be? And as we know, crash diets and dramatic, quick weight loss, that is not good for our bodies. Like it can increase your chances of heart attack, stroke. I know I'm preaching to the choir when I say this. And I would imagine that it could potentially exacerbate eating disorders because of the way that it physiologically suppresses your appetite and So in this month, earlier this month in November, John Semley at The Guardian wrote a piece headlined, I Miss Eating, the Truth Behind the Weight Loss Drug That Makes Food Repulsive. He notes a 2012 paper in the journal Neuropharmacology, any subscribers out there, that found, quote, whether food intake suppression occurs independently of nausea is unknown. So the weight loss kinds of results that people are seeing with Wagovi and Ozempic are really a physiological response of your body becoming accustomed to nausea and an upset stomach with merely a a bite or two of food. And like Pavlov's dogs, we gradually become grossed out by food. What the Ozempic weight loss challenge is, is conditioning your body to not want to feed itself. Common side effects are nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, stomach pain, and constipation. Some side effects can lead to dehydration, which may worsen kidney problems. I discovered the potential with Ozempic. If eligible, you may pay as little as $25 per prescription. Ask your healthcare provider today about once weekly Ozempic. So in The Guardian, John Semley writes, some patients might not be taking in enough calories to exercise intensely and to build or maintain muscle. Which to these lay eyes, it seems like you're setting yourself up to continue hating your body for a longer time. Even if you experience Mozambic weight loss, it's not like you're necessarily setting yourself up to feel better 
in your body for the long term. I think it's also worth noting that this drug is so new, there are no long-term studies on its effects at this point. I think the longest-term study on any kind of uh, GLP-1, like a Nozempic-type drug used for weight loss was like two years. And judging by the Ozempic virality in 2022 alone, like this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. You don't even need to go to the doctor to convince them to write you a prescription for Ozempic if you do not have type 2 diabetes or are not pre-diabetic. If you got the money, you can probably get your hands on some by simply going to a med spa. Let's take a quick break here and we'll be right back. Y'all, I... Oh, the med spa industry... We touched on it a little bit forever ago in our Botox episode, but med spas are a regulatory wild west and Ozempic for weight loss now being advertised at pretty much every single med spa is so concerning. I just Googled Ozempic med spa and we've got... ThriveMedSpa.com, introducing new medical weight loss program. Hmm. Our medical weight loss program is helping people achieve their dream bodies. This program is great for anyone who is having difficulty losing weight. Yeah, and this program is called fucking Ozempic. Semaglutide injection kit included, Invigorate Med Spa. It was originally approved in 2017 at a much lower dose to help control blood sugar to type 2 diabetes patients under the brand name Ozempic. But now we have Wigovi. You never have to enjoy holiday food again. At Vein Med Spa, they've got a whole weight loss section. Enroll in one of our medical weight loss management programs today. Okay, I mean, it's... Uh, it does reveal how potentially hollow big bodied positivity by that i mean like corporatized capitalism x body positivity and size inclusivity has not penetrated the deeper fat stigma and thin ideal in our culture and you know who doesn't give a fuck seemingly about all of this mess all of the people with diabetes who need this, who aren't getting it, the people with obvious body dysmorphia and disordered eating and disordered relationships with our bodies, like that doesn't matter because the med spa industry and Novo Nordisk are making money hand over fist and they do not give a fuck. One of the people that John Semley at The Guardian spoke with was Isabel Canyon, founder and CEO of Calibrate, a telehealth weight loss startup that has more than 25,000 members, all of whom are using GLP-1s, including Ozempic, for weight loss management. 
Calibrate, by the way, raised $100 million in venture capital in 2021 alone. And Isabel had the nerve to tell John Semley of The Guardian, quote, there is no chance that the use of these medications on or off label is impacting the availability of these medications for diabetes. Okay, Isabel. Okay, tell that to the regulatory bodies outside of the U.S. because they would probably disagree. And right now, at least, you're going to have a hard time getting your hands on some Ozempic until late December. Meanwhile, Novo Nordisk is laughing all the way to the bank, y'all. On November 2nd, Novo Nordisk reported that its earnings are just through the roof. And the headline is Novo Nordisk raises fiscal year 2022 earnings outlook on robust Ozempic sales. Year over year profits are up 28% or $5 billion higher from 2021. And the CEO of Novo Nordisk said the growth is driven by increasing demand for GLP-1 based diabetes treatments, especially Ozempic. But of course, it's not the on label, that on label use of Ozempic that is driving Ozempic sales through the roof because obesity care sales grew by 91 percent. It is on back order currently everywhere. And those Ozempic sales are largely driven by largely women who think they need to lose weight. Am I being too hard on Ozempic for weight loss? Are there scenarios where Ozempic for weight loss could be healthy for someone? I don't know. That's my medical opinion. I don't know. But I tell you what, if you go on TikTok and start exploring the hashtags, Ozempic Nation looks like eating disorder nation, you know? For the hand-wringing that I have seen around, oh no, is, is thin coming back in? Is heroin chic on the rise again? It's like, uh, oh wait, no. JK, y'all, heroin chic never went out. You know what I mean? Thinness was never displaced. And it raises the question that I will leave y'all with of what does this indicate about body acceptance, body positivity, body neutrality? And is there a world in which more people, and especially more women, can appreciate their bodies the way they are. Obviously, like I, I, for me personally, it's very hard to watch these TikToks and read the reporting with any kind of objectivity because I just project my own struggles with the disordered eating of it all and that obsession driven by misunderstanding of weight, body statistics, BMIs, things like that. And knowing how 
how it how how deeply it gets in our heads and when it comes to like long-term healthy lifestyles to me managing disordered eating managing body dysmorphia like that's that's the long-term challenge to me it's the mental side of it it is learning how to be present in my body when my anxiety starts spinning out or if I find myself in a headspace where suddenly I am looking at my body in a negative way out of nowhere of comparing my body of putting on my clothes and and feeling constrained by them feeling like I am bursting at the seams you know the whole lie of skinny days and fat days like it's it's real I've talked about feminism for the past fucking decade plus of my life and it's still something that I have to monitor you know it's something that I still have to pay attention to and it is something that I can if I don't take care of myself that I can slip right back into, not of a full-blown eating disorder, but of disordered, a disordered relationship with my body, a disordered relationship with how I'm feeding myself, of not wanting to feed myself. And knowing that there is a drug where people are gleefully injecting themselves and waiting to become disgusted over food is a fucking bummer to put it eloquently i really thought that this would be a little bit more of a romp but looks like i came in with full-blown after-school special vibes (laughs) i figured this was a timely conversation though not only because Ozempic is getting so much media attention, but also in the holiday season, we just love to pile on food shame and guilt and oh, aren't you going to be so sinful and eat all that fruitcake question mark? No, who's eating fruitcake? Whatever it might be. Um, and then, of course, with the new year, we get Peloton ads out there the asshole telling us that, you know, it's, it's, it's time to get moving, hon. It's time to get moving. It's time to start burning off all that again. Fruitcake question mark. All right. I got to go because I kid you not. Since I'm not on Ozempic, I'm pretty hungry. I'm pretty hungry. I'm going to go put some food in my mouth and hopefully enjoy it. Now, and ladies, since I recorded that Patreon episode a few weeks ago, the supply chain issue with Novo Nordisk has only gotten worse. And you gotta love that this pharmaceutical giant making money hand over fist with Ozempic and Wagovi, you know, they they really don't want to weigh in, no pun intended, on how much of the shortage, how much of people with type 2 diabetes who are having a very hard time getting their hands on this drug is due to this off-label prescribing, due to people who are desperately seeking 
quick weight loss. In fact, they released a statement in early December. While we recognize that some healthcare providers may be prescribing Ozempic for patients whose goal is to lose weight, it is up to the clinical discretion of each healthcare provider to choose the best treatment approach for their patients. <laughs> classic, 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 classic. Make billions of dollars off of a drug and then claim very little responsibility for it. <laughs> okay, enough of me. Unladies, now I want to hear from you. Do you have a hashtag Ozempic journey to share? How are you feeling about all of this? Do you know anyone on Ozempic? Has Ozempic TikTok reached your life? Let me know. Hello at unladylike.co is the email address. You can tippy-type out emails. You can also send me voicemails. You can DM me at Unladylike Media on Instagram. You can also follow Unladylike on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Unladylike Media. There will be no new Unladylike episodes for the next two weeks because we need a break. We need to rest our brains a little bit. I need to rest my brain. I need to rest my mouth. Weird. No, it's going to be full of pies of all kinds. And we will be back. We will be back to our regular weekly Tuesday schedule on January 10th. Go ahead and set a calendar reminder, you know? Well, why not? And during the two-week break, you know what's not going to be on break? The Patreon. That's right, the bonuses. They keep on coming. So if you appreciate Unladylike and want to show your support, head over to patreon.com slash unladylikemedia. For $5 a month, you get a new bonus episode every week and access to 150 plus existing bonus episodes on all kinds of topics. And it's it's really just like like a tip jar, you know? I make podcasts for free. So if Unladylike is worth $5 a month to you, I would just appreciate it so much. And thank you all so very much for your support over this year in particular. It has been a challenging one for years, truly. And I would not be here without each and every one of you. And and certainly not without the people that I'm going to shout out in these here credits. Unladylike is a Starburns audio production written, executive produced and hosted by me, Kristen Conger. Tara Brockwell is our senior producer. Catherine Caligori is our associate producer. Mixing and sound design is by Ali Naku. Our music is by Flamingo Shadow, Amit May Cohen and Sarah Tudson. Until next year. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so scared! Stop and stop.